I want to thank uh, Josh Danziger, a great friend of the Yeshiva and a personal friend, for sponsoring and helping and getting the treats out there. That's always so nice. Yeshiva has such friends. It's a good time to talk about friendship during the nine days and the three weeks when we're talking about Corbin and destruction and all that. So, I want to delve into some of the basic questions. I think I'm going to deal with some very, very basic questions that come up during this time, given illuminating Mahalach, and try to think practically, I'll what we're going to talk about, what does it mean for us, and is the conclusion that we should run to all the restaurants serving their greatest fish and milking menus ever over the time, or not? Okay, that's going to, that's the Allah Lamaisa, which I want to try to get to at the end. And while we're discussing the nine days, there are going to be some far-reaching lessons in how we deal with our Judaism in general, and a little bit, if it's not too much, the state of the Jewish people. Okay, ready for this? Let's go. So, this, by the way, this is not my own shir, we'll add some stuff at the end, but there's something I read from Chashetal uh, Chacham, I think it was Reb Chaim Eisenstein, who was, I think, one of the Roshi Kolo in the Gruskolo, who Rabbi Schneider is very close with, and I happened to saw a piece of his, and when I saw it, I said, wow, that's really something to speak about. And basically, more or less, this year is from him, the daf, this daf chorus I made. I read an oracle of his. Okay. So there are striking, let's see, let's see point number A. There are striking differences that we're going to show between the Sephardic and Ash, you guys know what Sephardim are. Sammy, yeah? Ashkenazim. Sa- Sammy, you know what Ashkenazim are? you have any friends who are Ashkenazi besides me? Okay. I am Ashkenazi. I lied to him. So, but yeah. so there's striking difference between the Sephardic and Ashkenazi Kalachas during this time. Striking. Really, so many, as we'll see. How can it be explained? The Sephardim are having weddings. They're eating meat. Ashkenazim aren't. They're doing this. We're doing that. So there are always differences, but it's really way out there. Two, interestingly, the Ramon disagreeing with the Shulchan Aruch about issues of three weeks uses a different terminology than he, than he normally does. Everybody knows what the Shulchan Aruch is. Well, the Shulchan Aruch was this amazing work, which really codified Judaism, halachic Judaism, and there's a lot of Musr actually in Hashkaf and Shulchan Aruch also. Someone who's making the whole Shulchan Aruch is doing really good. And of course, the beginning of that work was by Yosef Karo, who was a Sephardic scholar, then in, in Svat. And then the Ramah, Moshe Israelis, from Krakow, came and he added... What's called the mapad, he called it like the covering, the mapad, the tablecloth to the Shulchan Aruch. And the Shulchan Aruch that we have, there's, there's, I don't think there's a single Shulchan Aruch anywhere. You can get a Shulchan Aruch without Mishnah Brura, but there's no Shulchan Aruch without both the words of the Shulchan Aruch, Rabbi Yosekar, and the words of Rabbi Moshe Israelis, the Ramah, Reish Mem Aleph. Not to be confused with the Yad Ramah, that many of us learned, uh, who was a big parish hundreds of years earlier in... Um, <coughs> in um, Sanhedrin. So, and this is really the basis. The basis of Svarik Halacha basically is what they say, Marana Beg Yosef. Right? And the basic of Ashkenazic Halacha is really the Ramah. Ramah. Good? Now, and they obviously agree on a lot of things. And they obviously disagree on a lot of things. Okay? Now, the normal, what we find often in Shulchan Aruch, I do a search or a check, you just look around, you can see yourself, is that very often the Ramah will say, Yesh Kolkim, Yesh Osrim, Yesh Omrim, there are those that disagree. There are those that are Mahmir. There are those that say. Right? Let's see 
in a striking amount of instances, from what I quoted out here, how the Ramah disagrees with the Shulchan Aruch. Everybody see what we're trying to do? Yeah? With me, Dory? Beautiful. So let's see together. Okay, so now all the quotes we're bringing are from this same simon, the same, let's say, called chapter in Shulchan Aruch, Tav Kuf Nun Aleph, which is 551, and subchapter, okay? So let's read that together. Mirosh Chodesh Now, we're not getting into the specific halachos, okay? Don't, don't ask me, Diak, well, oh, but my rabbi washes his clothes and, you know, can you take a shower if you're really smelly? We're not dealing with that, okay? Just don't sit next to me. Mirosh Chodesh Adatainis Mematin Bimasamatin Binishel Simcha. From Rosh Chodesh until the Tainis, which Tainis? Until the fast. From Rosh Chodesh, which was yesterday, until the fast. Mematin Bimasamatin. What does Mematin Bimasamatin mean? Do less business dealings. You can't build a house of joy, right? Let's say a certain type of house which you have for a wedding or something like that. Ve'ain no sinashim. You can't get married. Ve'ain osin suda se'erisin. You can't have a a party. Your erisin. Sure, we're gonna have to move off your wedding till about ten days. Okay, we'll do it. Avli aris below suda mutter. But to get it, to get engaged without a suit is mutter. By the way, you can get engaged even on Tishbab itself, right? Because if you leave her, you know, someone else might pick her up. That's what it says. Okay, this is assuming you're going out with a girl that you would want to marry. You know, the girl you, you can. The other times the girls let someone else pick her up. Stay away from them. Okay, yeah, go. Okay, good. So that's the shochanar. Now watch, Haggah is always the signal that the Ramah is coming. Haggah, this is what he added. Haggah, like in addition, V'nogin l'hachmir, and we are noheg l'hachmir. What did someone translate those words to me? What does noheg l'hachmir mean? We have a custom to be machmir. Noheg means a custom. We customarily are machmir, she'enos, and we don't get married, mi'udzayin v'tamuz ve'elach, adach atishbav. Good? So what was the psaq of the Shulchan Aruch? When, when can you get married from? From when? Rosh Chodesh. The Svarga, we're not going to get married from Rosh Chodesh. The Ramah says, we're no Hague. We have a minig, right? A custom. Customs have weight in halacha, for sure. There's a whole, right? The weight of customs is not the point, but they're obviously less than regular halacha. And we, the Ashkenazim, Sammy, what do you do if you marry an Ashkenazi girl? You ever think about that? No. You know why he never thinks about it? Because it would never happen. I know these great niggas. He's, 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 he's laughing. He's not disagreeing. So, 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 right? So it's not going to happen. We're machmir. Good. Let's see next to Lach. Shmuel Shechabo Tishabov. From the week that Tishabov is chal. Again, this is the Shochan Aruch again. Asur and Lesapra Lechabis. You can't, you can't take haircuts or wash things. Hagah. And we are knowing from when? Earlier than that. Like let's say, what's Shvushachalbo? The week that Tishabov is Chal, let's say, let's say Tishabov, like, like this year, right? Is Svardim, exactly. Svardim are not doing laundry from the week of. Yes? Hagav, Anu, Nogin Lahachmir. What does that mean again, Nogin Lahachmir? And we have a custom to be strict. From Rosh Chodesh, in Molot Tzarek Mitzvah, right? Avotisporus, when it comes to cutting your hair, and Nogin Lahachmi Yudzayin Betamas, okay? 
So how did the Ramah disagree with the Shulchan Aruch again, guys? With the what? With the Noagin Lahachmir. Our custom is to be to be be uh, more strict. Sivav Kelim Chadashim new new clothes Bein Levan and Bein Tzvuim Bein Shaltzem Bein Shalpishton Asul Lubosh B'Shabbosu. Right? You can't wear new clothes on this Shabbos. I'm pretty sure it's referring to uh, Shabbat Chazon. Va'anu Machmirim, and we are Machmir. Who's we? Nashkenazim are Machmir. Mirush Chodesh Velech. So again, he doesn't use the word no again, but also where means we're Machmir earlier. Okay. Sif Yud. You guys got any idea? Right? The Shavonach says, we do drink wine when it comes to Abdal and Birchas Amazon. Hagah, who's the Hagah? The Ramah. The Lahachmir, not to. Okay? So we see a very specific, guys, we see both points here that we pointed out in, in A and B. One, the striking differences between the Svartic and the Ashkenazic Halachos. But what I want to point out also, where, where is the Ramah coming from when he's disagreeing with the Shulchan Aruch? From? Minag. Again and again. Nogim Lahakim, Nogim Lahakimir. As opposed to what we find, for sure, we have, it's not, this is not the only place, by far, by a long shot, where it's about no, no, and Minhag, about custom. But, we find much more in the rest of Shulchan Aruch, these ideas of we asser, we disagree, Yes, good. So why 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 here is why here is so much of the machlok is over minig, over custom. Okay, so that's our second point. So first point we want to delve into in our half hour together is remaining right is um, why such vast differences and why is the point of departure so much around minig? Good. Okay. Next thought is like this: Where in the world? Uh, is the Ashkenazi Psak coming from? Right? All this Khumra the Ashkenazi Psak has, most of us, right, who have, you know, our beers are getting stubblier, the Gemara Tainus seems to indicate not so. Right? Tainus, uh, short Masechta, nice Masechta, nice Masechta, by the way, Ben Azmanim, someone told him, an easier Masechta. Right? Guys, these, all the things we do were re- rooted already in the Tanayim that we learned about. So let's see what it says there. You cannot uh, take a haircut or wash from Rosh Chodesh Vatatinus. Who's that? The Reb Meir. The great Reb Meir. Reb Yehuda, Reb Meir and Reb Yehuda very often disagree with each other. He says, Kol HaChodesh Kul Aser. The whole month is Aser. Right? I think it means all of Av. Right? And Reb Shimon Ben Gamliel says, Eina Aser Ela Ose Shabbos Bovad. Only that week. Some guys, by the way, sometimes when it says Shabbos, it means Shabbat, Kodesh, usually. But sometimes Shabbos means the week. Okay, it doesn't. Shabbat, sometimes it's the, the, that week. Okay? So, Remeyer said, let's just talk about Remeyer and Shemim Gamliel for a second. Our gets it a little confusing. Remeyer said, when does when do these Surim start? Remeyer, guys? Rosh Chodesh. And Shemim Gamliel says, when did, the, when did these Surim start? Shemim Gamliel, the next one. Uh, I think they mean Shavu Shechalbo, the week of, right? Exactly, guys, exactly today, right? Today. Today is is Rosh Chodesh, right? But it's not the Shavu Shechalbo. So according to Reb Meir, right? The Tana, the Isur, the prohibition of, of uh, washing clothes 
and uh, getting a haircut would start when? Would have started already. According to Shimon Gamaliel, it won't start until Sunday. Yeah? Are we see that? Before we see that. Guys, it's good. I, I didn't realize when I was preparing the show. We're living in that Shmachalikas right now. Right? Good. Now, what are the Ashkenazim doing? Who are we passing you like? Like her mayor, right? According to Shimon Gamaliel, we could still take a haircut. I'd love to, I'd love to sh- trim my beard a little bit, you know? I'd love to clean my clothes. Yeah? So let's see what the Gemara says. Says the Gemara, Amar Rava, the great Amoritic sage of Rava says, look at this, Halacha of Shimon Gamaliel. He passed on Shimon Gamaliel. You see it? Black and white. <laughs> so why did Ashkenazim so machmer? You know, they say, my son told me a joke. And Ashkenazi and Asfari were talking about Pesach. You know, what do you say? This Asfari guy says, Ashkenazi guys, so, you know, we have it so much better. We eat rice. So, what do you guys have on? What do you have on Pesach? He says, you know, we have Ka'ela. You know, during <laughs> Ka'ela. When you read, when you read the, the, during the Kriya Torah, the Ashkenazi have this Ka'ela, so everybody gets Ka'ela. Okay. So they're both like, good, so that's question C. Where's Ashkenazi? Where's the, are you loving it? So where's the Ashkenazi Psaq coming from, Bechal? Good? And D, this is a beautiful horror, Bosai. This is a beautiful horror. This comes from the Arach HaShulchan or Salvechik. That's all. It's beautiful. There are two places, uh, I certainly don't know this, you know, Salvechik was a bucking mufla in, in Rambam. Like a lot of the briskers, that was a brisker tradition. It was very, very strong in Rambam, so he could, he could make such a horror. Um, but uh, I didn't see it inside, just, but I wish I was trying to get the Sefer. It's in Hare Kedem. It's an uh, outstanding Sefer written up uh, of his Torah on the Yom Tovim, but the Arach HaShokhan Kanaras says this also. There, we know the idea is from Mishinichnas Adar Marbim Besimcha. Mishinichnas Av Mamatim Besimcha. Simply gets less. Okay? Less joy during Av. Okay, that's famous. Now, I just want to share how the Rambam brings that halacha down, and then we're going to see the one other place where the Rambam brings that halacha, which I didn't even know this. Let's see. Mishikonis Av. Everybody reading with me in Source D? Mimatim besimcha. From the time Av comes in, we make simcha less. The Shabbat Shechal Tishabav Leo Besocha, that's afterwards, exactly now, right? When was Mish... Guys, right now. When is Nichnas Av? Wednesday. So from Wednesday, Mematim Besimcha. Vishab Shechal Tishba Bavliot Betocha, what we call Shuashikalbo, when does that start, Jari? Sunday. Our life, guys, right? So this, what do we do? Also, the Sabalachabis. That's where you can't wash, and that's where you can't take shower. What's lacking in the Rambam, guys? What's lacking in this Rambam? What? What's lacking here? Okay, good. Okay, even even more generally, right? What's he doesn't tell us at all what it means. What what does it mean to my Basimcha? You see? He told me, right? Listen to the words. And guys, that's a question everybody everybody has that question on Purim. Mishniknas, Mishmitnas are the Marmasil. What should you do? Have a lachaim every day. Well what do you do? Tell a joke. What what were we it's not right? So Mishniknas Mishniknas Ahmatim Basimcha, from the time Ab starts, you start with Simcha. Oh, and Shwashikavo, you can't do Kibos or Sipur. And what about then? What's the Miyat Basimcha over this time? 
Rabbeinu Ramam didn't tell us. Yes? Everybody agree he didn't tell us anything? Mm-hmm. At the end he says, I just put in brackets, just to be, Yesh Mekol Mishnogu Lebao Yotu Shkita. Okay, that's just a Yesh Nogu, but that doesn't really define what this Miyat Simch is. Say the Ram didn't tell us. Ella what? Listen to this. Listen to the beauty of this horror. Right, this is a Gadol's horror both sides. Ah. So, so maybe the Ram doesn't find such things. Now, less well known is like this. You know, when Lolena there isn't rain, and rain doesn't come, and rain doesn't come. There's a whole seder of what's supposed to happen, and you make tanesim, and it goes through a whole thing. Okay, we're not going to go through the whole thing, but the Rambam Kedarko explains exactly what happens. So let's see what happens in this. Higia Rosh Chodesh Kislev. If Rosh Chodesh Kislev, we're talking in Israel, right? Not, not England. England would never happen anyway. But Higia Rosh Chodesh Kislev. So if there's no rain has come until Kislev, right? When does the rain season start in Israel, guys? Sukkis, right after Sukkis. We started davening, etc. around that time. So Sukkis, uh, you have a few days of Tishrei, and then you have, what's after Tishrei? Cheshvan, Bar Cheshvan, right? And then what do we have? Kislev. So already if Kislev comes, if it's been like a month and a half, a month, um, let's say six, five weeks, and still Sukkis, and no rain has come, what do you do? Basin goes in Shalosh Taniot. You have to take three fasts. Not like the fast of Yitzayim, Batamuz, and are these fasts. There's a special fast equated to that year, that problematic year. Sheni Chamishi Bisheni. Okay, that's Halacha base. We skip ahead, and the Raman talks about what happens afterwards, all based on the Gemaras. But watch this. Halacha Ches. All the other hurdles haven't happened. The rain, you did this, and you did this, and you did this, and you did this, still no rain. What happens? Mematin b'masamata. Then you remai, b'masamata, u'bbinin shel simcha. Right? No simcha. You go and see you over here. You don't, you don't, you don't uh, make certain types of houses. And don't make, don't plant uh, happy things. Right? Where's this coming from? Guys, also, it's mematin besimcha. Everybody see, they see, he doesn't say exactly mematin besimcha. That's, that's, that's what he says. Mematin with binin shel simcha. Mematin with erisim besuin. Yes? So what is the Ramam doing here? The Ramam is explaining to us what it means to be my Basimcha. You see everybody see that in the Ramam? Beautiful, huh? You see? So so the question is, why didn't the Ramam tell us about our time what it means? He's, he knows how to explain to us what Miat Simcha is, right? And he did it in another set of halachas. So why over here he hasn't he? Good? Everybody here, they want to make sure everybody has clear on the questions. Dory, you got it? Good. Everybody's good? David, you good? Sammy, you good? Sammy's very good. Okay? Beautiful. So let's do a quick review of the questions on both sides. Why such wide differences between Ashkenazim and Sephardim? Right? Why does the Ramah keep saying, no again, no again, no again, no again, custom, 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 why did the Ashkenazic uh, customs so much diverge, right, from what the Gemara seems to go with the Svardim? Why, 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 why are we being machmir? Why are we putting ourselves through this when the Gemara seems to say straight out which way to go? And finally, the, why did the Rambam not define for us what Mimatim B'Simcha means when it comes to this period, when the Rambam in another context, and there are only two places, that's what 
they said, again, I didn't check through it, but they're only, according to these great Achronim, that, that there are only two places where the realm brings this idea of Miat Simcha, and one of them explained it, and one of them he didn't. Okay, that's what we all want to, that's what we want to unpack. And like I said, we'll say here, as we, um, as we deal this, we're going to deal with really, um, important stuff. Okay? Good. Now we get to the answers. Ready? Sammy, you ready? Good. See, there's Sam over here also. We'll balance. So, guys, the key to all this starts with the women. It all starts with the women. Okay? All good things start with women. So, it's Yushami that the Roma brings it down. Siv Ches brings like this. Nashi, and, and let's take this halach in. Dashin de Nehigi de Lola Mishte. There were women that had a custom, not Lemishte. What does Lemishte mean? It means, guys, you know, there's something called Shiva Arif. You know, who knows what Shiva Arif means? You guys ever see a loom? Who's seen a loom? A loom, right, fabric. You look closely at your fabric, you know, the, there's a very often a crisscross pattern. Not always, right, if you have, uh, but there's often a crisscross pattern. The crisscross pattern is called Shiva Arif. Okay, one way. Which way is the longer way? I always forget. Shiva is the long way, okay? And Arv is the short way. Okay, so this is some type of sewing that they would put on. Either means sewing itself or some adorning the object. I couldn't get exactly. Do you know exactly what is uh, What's Lemishte? What, is it, what does it mean exactly, Lemishte? Well, let's see. Perish. Lesader Loroch Hachutin Shehochen Loorcho Shobeged. It sounds like something on the edge of the Beged. There's some type of like embroidery or some adding to a Beged that they would that was done. A hem could be like a hem. Definitely might be like that. That is another So, so that's nashi d'nigi the lomishte. They wouldn't see, right? To see again is that is that everybody got what I said? But how, what's a loom? A loom is lots and lots of lots of lots of threads that are this, and you put the woof. I think it's called the woofer or something like that. That's called arif, and it goes back and forth, back and forth, crisscrossing. It goes up and down, up and down, and you're throwing it back and back and back, and that's called shivarif. Okay, so the shivarif means they didn't, they wouldn't do, they wouldn't add on the long side of the bag, they wouldn't add this hem or this embroidery, they wouldn't do some type of sewing thing. Not important for us, you know exactly what they wouldn't do. Amr mid av. So let's read that again. We're going to skip the bracket this time. Nashi dinhi dilono mishte amra that they wouldn't amra is wool. They don't do this with wool. This embroidery process, and the very Mishnah says not just wool, but all that they would do with anything. Midayil av from the time av came in, minhaga. It's a minig. It's a correct custom. Okay, so women would not embroider, and this is a correct custom. By the way, the this is the Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch also holds this custom. Yeah. So why does it say dinahage? And then the means they very good. That's the whole point. They did it right. I say like this: I am no egg to do this. And I asked the rub, and he said to me, "That's a shtus." You know what shtus means, guys? <coughs> Foolishness, right? That's not a minute. They themselves had a certain hanhaga, and the halachic world said minhaga was a correct minhag. That's what it means. It's what? No, it's exactly. It's not because it means the, they, but it started. But that's the point. The women started the the minhag, and the rabbanim looked and it said that's a good minhag. 
Everybody see it? Right? That things like I can say in the Yeshiva guys, we're gonna we're gonna do this. That's the Rashiva saying, I have a Hanaga like this. Or you guys say, no, we're doing this. And then we ask, say, oh, that's a good idea, we'll do that. Right? So the women are the one who came up with it. Minhaga. Good. So Minhaga is like a, a din, almost? It's, it has the Koch of a Minig, whatever the Koch of a Minig is. But, right, when I, that's. The, the Minig has a Koch, guys. You should know that. People are just, let me say that on the side. It's not our. Minig is something you have to listen to, right? It's not always clear what the Minig is. But if you're part of a community and, and the community is knowing a certain way and it is really called a minute, right? So then that's not something that's you, you are bound by that minhag or that the community is definitely bound by that minhag. You know, there, there are people who, you know, suddenly they suddenly realize, no one should get nervous, suddenly someone realizes that they have Hasidic background, so then talk to a rub. Maybe you're not supposed to be eating, uh, you're supposed to do Hasidic things. You know, tell your wife to shave her head, all this stuff, you know. You know it's, it's it's it, minig is a real thing. People are like, oh, minig is just a minig. No, it's just, just derabanan. No, 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 it's not there. There's, but there's derises. There's derabanan. There's minhagim. Okay, but but it's definitely different. Has a different weight than a derabanan, and it'll be beyond the our what we're explaining now. Okay, so now, so what what's going on over here, guys? That these let's think about this. So those holy women. This is from a Yushalmi, by the way. So the assumption is they were Yushalayim women. These holy Yushalayim women came up with this minig. Yeah. It was from them. And that was deemed a legitimate minig, and then it became a minig, which everybody kept. kept. Now, I want you to understand, generally, there's no offense to women, generally the women in those times weren't necessarily tamidei chachamot, they didn't say no, right? So definitely the, the correct, simple impression is, that means there were people who weren't so learned, who had this minhag, right, this custom, and it was right. Now, to understand that not everything that unlearned people do is going to have the power of a minute. Does that make sense? There are a lot of things you look and say, like, you know, someone comes up with a minute. Like, my minute is, uh, I don't know, like, we don't put swarm on, ta- on chairs or something. Why? Oh, well, that's what we do. You know, that's not, that's, that doesn't get a tourist minute. That doesn't become, that doesn't have the weight of something that you even have, necessarily have to do yourself, right? There's, there's all there's in the dorm, there's all types of topics, but, right, uh, all of us go through stages and we grow and we realize things, that was, I was flaming and that, you know, I started doing this and I thought I had to, you know, I thought I, thought I had to jump, do jumping jacks during diving, someone told me it's not a good thing, so I said, that's not a minute, that's, that's, that's what, you know, we, my minute is we, we, we mix swim, that's not a minute, you know, you know, you know? What do you mean? No, that's a mini. We're spelled backwards. That's not. That's not. A, that's not a mini. That's, what, what are you talking about? Oh, we mixed dance. If I can be, we mixed dance. Those are minhagim. But even things, guys. Even things which aren't obviously wrong. Minhagim are. There's a specific formula for what makes a good minute. What does make a minute good minhag? And it's a hard thing here in Yushalayim. Just part of the complexity is because there's so many different beautiful communities here. So you don't always know like what's the minute, what's not the minute. And you do have you have you know outstanding. Communities that have different minhagim, so it gets confusing. Right? Is this a minig? Is that? Is this the minig Yushalayim? Is it not the minig Yushalayim? It's complex, right? But you have to know definitely you know, for sure. And there are definitely places today. You go to Bells. Bells. The Bells community has strong minhagim. They're a very big minhagim. You want to be a Bell, so you take on their minhagim. You don't just take on the, the Rebbe. You take on the Bells customs. Yeah. So these women did it. So, so now, so the halacha saw that they were right. The halacha saw that they were right. This, this thing that came from them, that after the Chorban, that they couldn't sew in this way, and they saw it's just not, you know, no rabbi told them, don't sew, don't embroider on the end of the begot. 
We don't see that. Those from a speech wasn't anything. It was from them that they saw this not the right thing. So, going further, Rav Sol- So that's what I call. That's the key. This this halacha. The way again, it's not my shit. This way, either Salvatore or, or Reisman. I'm not sure where Eisenstein. I'm not sure where where it started. Where etc. But that's the idea. Rav Soloveitchik explained. Remember, we asked why didn't why didn't the Rambam explain to us how we're supposed to be married the simcha? Why not? So this is the way I saw it written, and I wish I could check in the, in the Savior itself. I didn't have it. It was intended to be personal. There's no single definition that can be said across the board. I'm not going to tell you how you made the simcha, because it's supposed to be from you. It's in your heart. This is the period of the heart. What, what does it mean to you to be made the simcha in your life? What does it mean to have less joy? Halacha didn't dictate it to you. Just like Halacha didn't dictate to those ladies not to sew, but they hit on the whole purpose. They hit what it was all about. And as opposed to probably a lot of other things that were done by Jerusalem women that weren't necessarily accepted to be made into Shofan Aruch hundreds of years later and became normative Jewish practice, this one did. They hit it right. And that's why the Rambam Rasulvechi says, when it comes to the Tanesim, we will tell you exactly what it means not to be Maya Simcha. Don't do this, and don't do that, and don't do this. This is the way it's Simcha. But here we're not telling you, because it's, it's, this period is about our hearts. It's about us. So this also answers Rabosai. The other question, now all really, like, like very, very often we try to find a good Yisod, a good funda- foundational point, and all the questions make sense, right? This also answers the Ramah. It's true, the Psach Halacha, Right? Was like Roshim and Gamliel. Lahalacha, and there are halachas during this time also. Lahalacha, what? Lahalacha, the period starts next week. Right? But the the whole way this developed was just like the Nashe Yushalayim developed in Minhag. This personal thing developed in a personal way. And now certain personal things became the customs, and then became the laws, and that's the three weeks and the nine days, which we have, Ashkenazim have one way, and Sephardim have another way, but that, that's how the whole thing develops. Is everybody getting the picture? And now also, friends, we can understand why there's such divergent view. Why did the Ramah keep saying, V'nogim l'achmer, nogim l'achmer, nogim l'achmer? Because the Machlokisin aren't so much about the Halacha. The Halacha here was kind of achid. The Halacha here was kind of set, what the exact Halacha was. What was going on for some reason in Ashkenaz? There was a lot more chumras being around this, a lot more of that in the Sheyushalim type thing. That I don't know why it was in Ashkenaz and France and etc. more than in the Swarti countries. That was just that, that's what we have, right? And that's some deeper thing between Ashkenaz and Swarti. I really know, no jokes, I really don't know. You know, there are things I don't even want to guess, it would just be guessing, right? But the point is, that's, that's why it's so divergent, right? Because when I say to you, I'll give you an example. I say to you, like, what makes Shabbos special for you? How about this? Are you allowed to separate, you allowed to play Lego? Say, so like, oh, you know, are you allowed to put together Lego? Well, you know, my heart tells me that Lego should be mutter because it makes such joy. And my heart tells me Lego is usser because when I see coming apart, it rips me apart, reminds me of my, you know, my struggles with my... No, Lego is either, it, it, Lego is or it's not. That's Lego, yeah? Is this bar or is that bar? It's, it's straight halacha and you have to put on those types of 
of, of mindset that we try to teach you about in the morning, about, you know, usser, mutter, this, that, Chappelle's chat, ask the rabbi, you know, what do I do about this, what do I do about that? But when I say, like, what makes Shabbos special to you? I hope we're all not going to answer the same way. I also hope we're not all going to say challenge, right? But I, I hope we would have something to say. And probably Rabbi Rowe would say something very different and probably much more profound and interesting than what I would say. But, but everybody, because that's your experience of Yiddishkeit, right? We expect, we don't expect that, right? Is, is this usher mutter? Is this allowed or not on Shabbos? So that's really, really we would like to, it would be in a certain way better if the Lachic world wasn't so wide and there wouldn't be so many Torahs and then we could keep it better. Oh, yes, this right, yes, right, right, right. But we understand that there's something, there's something scientific almost, there's something exact about it. There's an exact system which produces the Lachic. There's room for a difference in the Lachic. Well, it's obviously good. Everybody gets what I'm saying. When it's like, what's your experience? What is davening? What's your favorite feel of Dan? You know, what, what, ex- what, what, what day of the year is nicest to you? Well, let me think. Let's see, right? You know? No, if you, you like, you're more into Pesach and I'm more into Purim and that's how Judaism should be. And that's what we expect, because we're all, as the Mishnah says, Kishem Shein Partsofeim Shavas, just like our faces aren't the same, we don't think about things, that we don't experience things in the same way, and we're all living in a different world. So that this comes up specifically in these halachas of the three weeks. And that's why, I, that's why, that's why, even though the Gemara said one way, and of course the Ramah knew the halacha, but the minute developed in Ashkenaz is totally different. Again, we're not going historically why, that I don't know. And that's why we find such disparate, uh, understandings we, it, it, between we want to make machlokism smaller. There weren't that big. The, the machlokism weren't necessarily that big between Ashkenazim and Sephardim, right? But what was very different, some some reason, Ashkenazic heart went a different way with this than the Sephardic heart, and therefore, therefore, you know, we're we're not eating meat, and they are, yeah, okay, Givaldi, Serbosay, and that's really cool. The Rav Eisenstein used the beautiful language that these minhagim were authentic and spontaneous. You know, it, it was it was a re, it was a reaction to the tsar, to the velas, to the to, to the morning they felt. Okay, so Baruch Hashem, I think we've answered our four questions. Yeah, I hope everybody's satisfactory. I think it's a nice, clear, not very complicated, but it, I think this. This his his shear based on these achronim uh, very much you know answer satisfactorily these questions which is a big thing a, a big thing I just want to talk about a few horrors that I want to add you know it's interesting this starts with women you know in this in this theory of how it developed right that's that's the halacha which we found was like kulo minog this not sewing it seems to be and we bring down the the, the, the Yushalayim women it was from Yushalmi was from the Talmud Yushalmi and we know there's a Babylonian Talmud. And the Jerusalem Talmud. This is from the Jerusalem Talmud, so we're assuming that it was it was Yushalayim women. So, because sometimes women are more attuned than men, you know. I think I gave a shear in Michalari recently. I said, "Girls, you ever wonder why men are so dumb?" You know, I got more I got more laughs over there than I did just now. Okay, <laughs> so, so you know, women are more emotional; they're more spiritually sensitive. I mean, that's why we need. One of the explanations why men need, we're not superior that we need so many time-bound mitzvahs. I mean, it's because we, we need to get in touch. Women are, women are in touch already. You know, they, they're there. And it's very possible, therefore, this is my theory, this is not what I read, but it's very possible they were more in tune with the Chorban than the men were. You know, the men were looking for, like, practice and what to do and this, that. And the women understood it. We, we can't sew. The base of God's house looks like that, and you're going to sew the embroidered thing during the nine days? Like, I'm putting the 
I'm putting the, I'm putting it down. That's so now, now. That's how they were, that, and that developed in them. That, that was, it could be that was the women's insight. No, now. Huh? Everybody, can you hear that? Then maybe that's why, maybe that's why it came about by the women. That's why sometimes you have to listen to your wife because you know they're in touch with things sometimes in a whole different way. And there's a lot of you know connected to the moon and connected to that. But that's you know, we know women are. It says Nashim know that they're closer in a certain way to Olam Haba. There's a lot to talk about men and women. It's a, it's a very very big sugya in Torah. Very very big sugya in Torah. It's one of the worst parts about today's destroying these concepts, which are just obvious anyway. But because if you understood how much Zachar in the cave of the whole Bria, everything we live is man women. So Everything. So if you want to take that away, you just away everything. You're not even going to ever learn Kabbalah. It won't be interesting to you because it, it won't be anything going into anything. It won't be anything. Yeah. <laughs> you just shut off. <laughs> you shut off most of Judaism. So you have to know that. But 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 besides, even on a simple level, right? That's it. So guys, so what's the takeaway? If this, if we go with this Mahalach, yeah. How much? If are we totally missing the point? If we just technically turn it into a do and do not time, it's so much what it's not about, right? It was mimata besimcha. You have to figure out how to mimata besimcha. Look, give me a roadmap. There isn't a roadmap. The roadmap is is you. <laughs> now, what's happened? Think what happened. What happens? Like what often happens is, well, a lot of minhagim develop. And as we should, good Jews are going to be mocked on the Minhagim and read the books and follow the laws and ask the rabbis and yafeh. But, but in all that technical, we lost the heart of the matter, so to speak. And I'm going to say something open. You know, I'm just, I am disgusted when I hear on the radio, like the restaurants, like just, you know, screaming out, everybody come, you know, to the best milking. The best place, not place, but the, oh, we'll get into that in a second, but the best milking, the best fish, you know, menu we've ever had. Like, is that really what, okay, you are, you are within the confines of Allah. I can't say that's us, but that's what, that's the idea. The poor Jerusalem women aren't sowing and you're feasting on salmon, you know, like you never had before. It's not, uh, it's a low. Yeah, from my early age days, a dear Talmud related, that's going back uh, a long time. How shocked he was as a developing Balchuva, a very serious fellow, very bright fellow, and he would go to restaurants. He'd see, like, you know, see him after see him in the restaurants. Like, oh, and then he realized what was really going on. It wasn't the Torah they were after. It was, it was the Busa that they were after. Nothing, we didn't, Yeshiva's fine. It comes out at the time, the see him comes out. They would have one next week also. But you go to restaurants, and you understand people, Ask, go to restaurants, Al Das, there's going to be someone who's going to make a scene so everybody can, someone you have no shaykhs to, someone you don't care about, someone you don't like, someone you don't know, so he makes a him and then you're there, now you can eat. So I'm not saying anything's us, sir. Guys, I'm not saying, it's not for me. Ask, ask a real rabbi, but, but, but what's, what's the tone? What, what, what are we doing? Where's our heart? Yeah? A friend, I have a friend who's a Rosh Hashiva, I'll leave the name of his Yeshiva out, maybe, maybe this person will hear, but he said to me, he was, he was speaking to a potential student, he says to him, you know, what's it like in your family? He said, my family? What do you guys do with the night? I think it's you know. Erev Tishbov, we have this, like, massive barbecue. You know, we make a him and a massive barbecue, you know what barbecue means. You know, he doesn't mean fish. You don't put salmon on the grill. It means you have a massive barbecue. It might even be us. Or this this might really be the us or mamish. But right, and we all eat eat our uh, eat our hearts content, and we make it through the seam so well. Now, this is before caffeine tablets. Now they can. Where are we? You know, you know. There's a nice term called want to want. People say that. What do you do when you don't want? You want to want. 
I want to make a similar term. How would I act if I had a heart? No, it's hard. I know. It's hard, it's hard for me also. It's, uh, I'm in a worse position than any of you. You know? Because I should know better. But, you know, if, if I had a heart, how would I act? You know, would I feel comfortable really, you know, fressing so much in the face of Mikdash is burning and about to burn and so much Jewish korban and saris and things like that? No. Maybe we don't know those feelings. very hard to feel, but at least, at least. So, quickly, I just want to touch on how this relates. This is a model for a lot of areas in, in Yiddishkeit, right? We can always turn Yiddishkeit into do's and don'ts. And the do's and don'ts are very important. And, and the Gemara is very important in knowing how to break things down. But, Rahman Alibabai, the Roshan wants our heart. And he knows, and he knows where the heart is. And, and, and uh, you know, Soloveitchik writes, and this speaks, just again, because I think it's a time of truth these three weeks to speak. It speaks a little bit, I think, where, where we're at and where our challenge is today. And where's our Chorban today? We talk about Jewish people being in the Chorban. Where's our Chorban, right? There's so much Torah, there's so much Chesed, there's so much Avodah, you know. People getting stuck like they never gave before, and Torah is everywhere. I think a little bit, you know, humbly just for us to think, not Chasm but the heart is lacking a little bit, you know. Where's the heart of Yiddishkeit? Soloveitchik writes in Alachuva that, that, we have a lot of Shomri Shabbos. So when I was young, there were Arab Shabbos you did. You know, like waiting, waiting for Shabbos. You know, waiting. I had a friend, uh, Pinchas Seipash. Yeah. He was a Tamil Chacham. happened to be Baal Tshuva also. Uh, yeah. But he, uh, he used to cry. Slichas. I don't think I was around in the 90s. Every Slichas crying. Ball. I don't mean uh, bawling, you know. So Baruch Hashem, I still saw people. The heart was, the heart was alive. You know, but I think if you think about it, it's a little bit true. Our, our practice is good. I'm talking even in, even in you know intense circles, but like the the you know sometimes we just feel and, and what's the good news? We'll end with the good news. The good news, guys, is it takes so little to be so great in this area today. In your learning, it's going to be hard to reach a lot of other people. You know, but if we get our hearts going a little bit. When it's so shut down, and a lot of reasons shut down, we're not blaming. It's just, it's what it out, right? You become extremely great. And everyone will love you for it, because someone really cares, yeah? So let's push ourselves a little bit to open our hearts to Hashem, to our Churban, and through that Bezrat Hashem, we could really be great. Thank you.